CliffCentral.com. Oh, wow. Welcome to it. It is the weekly mashup. And uh, my name is Dimisha Masha. I hope you guys are feeling fantastic on this particular Thursday um, morning, I suppose. And uh, I'm not alone. As always, I've got my lovely green head co-host today. <laughs> <laughs> it's green and blue. But yes, hello, guys. It's Candace Mama in the building. Oh, man, that song. I love it. So tell me about that song because we played that song for a reason. Yes, we did. Who's the artist and what's the name of the song? Okay, so the artist is Oshri mm-hmm. and it's called Crazy But Free. So I don't know if many of the listeners know about the Trace Music Search. Okay. But wait, wait. Let's, yes. start, let's start with, with a bit of context. Yes, Yesterday, please. he was all over your Instagram. Yes. Um, if you noticed that Candace had a man on her Instagram and on her um, Twitter <laughs> and on her fo- Facebook. Um, yes. Are you guys together? What's happening? No, T. Dating you, musician? No. no. <laughs> I would never do that to myself. Okay. So as what's cute happening? as he was, as cute as he was. Yeah. Um, so basically, I met Oshri yesterday, and it, he is the winner of the Trace Music Search. Okay. So I don't know if the listeners are familiar with it, but a while back, you know, people from all over Africa um, had to submit, you know, uh, their music to a Trace, and people could vote. Yeah. So he ended up being the winner of the show. He went to New York now, and he's living. No, he's from Brazil. So then he went to New York. Yes, so so he's was, from Brazil. Yes, so South America, okay. Africa, everywhere where Trace oh, is playing. So basically, he's he's a he's a Brazilian guy who won this yes, competition. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So um, he went to New York and he got signed with Akon, Akon's label, and now he's working with Akon. He's working with um, the guy who wrote Dope. Say Something. Uh, so he's he's really doing great stuff. Okay. But and yeah. you got to meet him. He's a nice guy. Sweet oh, guy. he's hot. Um, oh. so <laughs> okay. So um, did, you, did you take? Did you exchange? Numbers. We exchange. Stuff. You want to keep in touch. Um, so She's a bit short for you, though, eh? <laughs> I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just trying to be honest. You know what? I mean, your kids will have that good hair. They'll have great hair. Um, he's a bit a young mix? for me. I won't oh, lie. Really? I think that's the only. Deterrent. Are you guys about the same age? Um, he's he's two years younger than me. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a problem. It that's is, problem. especially for a woman. No, so. we develop slower. So you, you really need a man who's like forty. No. Y- <laughs> Hint, hint. Um, no. Um, I got uh, some so for <laughs> No, thanks. We've seen how you're trying to set me up works and it never goes well. Okay. So, <laughs> back to Oshri. Yeah, back so, to Oshri. Yes. So anyway, no, he's very cute. He's very talented. He's an incredibly nice human though. So mm. we hit it off immediately because I'm an incredibly nice human. Of course you are. So, <laughs> yes, wonderful. Oh, wow. So, so we nice hit it humans. off, but we, we had this amazing conversation. So as I was speaking to him, there's one thing that he said that really stuck out in my mind. And I said, you know, you've won this thing. You're meeting incredible people. You've been to the Grammys. You know, you're working with Akon. It's like a legend for me. Yeah. And I'm like, so what is one piece of advice you'd give anyone? Yeah. Like, you know, anyone who asks you. And he says, I would tell them to just act. Stop being so afraid. Because even if you act and you lose, you've lost nothing. But if yeah. you act and you win, you become the person you've always wanted to become. Oh, that's dope. And I was like, that's like great advice. damn. I was like, isn't that so true? Is mm. Fear is the one thing that keeps us from our destiny in a lot of cases. Okay. Because we don't act because we're like, oh, what are people going to say? They're yeah, going to laugh yeah. at me. They're going to judge me. But do, people do think, are judging you anyway. Do you think it's also like an inherent laziness sometimes that oh, you yeah. make up excuses because you actually it's easier to just say people are going to judge me than to get out of bed and act. Yesterday, mm. I was working on a new business that I've become involved in. And yes. it's like... I ended up on the wrong side of Pretoria to go and f- just send these forms in. Then I had to drive to the other side of Pretoria and blah, blah. But you know, once I started acting, it, d- it doesn't matter that I got lost. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, the point is, once I actually just did it, it was h- so much less daunting than mm. thinking about it and mm. talking about, I'm going to do this. Yes. And that's what I found with a lot of things. Until you start acting, it feels like what you're about to do is, is so massive and it cannot be done. But when you start acting, mm. things just kind of start falling into place. Yeah. I mm. think it, there is a combination of that. I think there's a sense of laziness for a lot of people because as long as you can think it and you don't have to act on it, then you don't get rejected. Yeah. Right? Because it's all in your head. So and you also don't feel like a failure because exactly. you didn't say anything. You and didn't then set you, as long as it's in your head, you're like, Oh, if people could see it, it would be so amazing. Yeah, so you keep, yeah. you know, that's your dream that you keep alive for yourself. Okay. But I think there's also the sense of 
huge fear that cripples people. That mm. like I I remember there fear was fear is a terrible thing, right? And I remember before my first stage talk, um, I was so scared. I was backstage, and you know they're giving me this incredible intro. And mm-hmm. firstly, I'm saying. Is that me? Yeah. That that ain't me. <laughs> because you you know they yeah. give you the best bio yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. even like, I want to see that chick. <laughs> like, I want to meet up. her. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then they and I was sitting backstage and I swear to you, like I sat down and I was so afraid. And in my head, I was like, I don't have to do this. I can literally leave right now. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, obviously I can't leave right now. They paid me, so I walked out onto stage and I swear, as soon as I did it, and at the end of the talk when I got a standing ovation, the only thing that went through my mind is I won. Like I won, you know. I yeah. didn't let fear keep me back and okay. hold me back. And what was your first talk about? Actually, that's really interesting. You know, so the first talk was about forgiveness. So it was about, you know, sharing my own personal story of forgiveness, of forgiving Eugene, why, how it came about, why mm-hmm. it came about. And then the it, the second part of the talk was making it more relatable because sometimes when I share my story, people say you are superhuman, you are different from the rest of us who couldn't just like do the that. Rest of us guys. <laughs> There are days when I'm late and she struggles to forgive me. Oh, shush. So, uh, so, you know, so I have to bring it back down to, you know, the basics of everyday forgiveness. We I have suppose. to forgive our parents. We have to forgive guys who have broken our hearts, women who have broken our hearts. Mm. You the know, guy who cut some, you off in traffic the and guy then pulled the zap sign. <laughs> yes. Him. You have to forgive him because, you know, it's just walking around with resentment doesn't yeah. yield any good fruits. I think that's a topic that we can never exhaust. And we've no. spoken about it briefly, but I just wanted to get into something based yes. on that. Yes. Last night, I was, I read a, a, a just a piece of scripture and it said you know God your heart because out of it flow all the issues of life and I was like ah that sounds like great advice but (laughs) there's always a but there's always a but but how do you guard your heart what do you mean guard your heart what do you do do? because I mean at the same time we know that if you build a wall around yourself um, and and you don't let people in it's actually the opposite of guarding your heart and it's also very bad for you right because you still got to have a soft heart and you got to be able to let people in and that sort of thing yeah so I was like okay someone needs to explain to me what guarding your heart is is really all about Mm. so I, I, I try to do some 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 more research, and, okay. and what I found is, is quite similar to what you're saying. Yes. Basically, don't let your heart be hardened by the disappointments, mm. the circumstances, yes. the people who come in and out of your life who hurt you. Yes. Because once you do that, what usually happens is then you're a changed person. Yes. So and not once, for the better. Yeah, not for the better. Because now the way you see life mm. is from a very cynical point of yes. view. So now you're you're someone with anger issues mm-hmm. because you're quickly angered because yes. you remember. Every time I forgive them, they do something yes. even worse to me. Yes. Or, you know, when I get into a new relationship, I remember that, you know, the last person that I was with did A, B, C, and D. So this yeah. time, I'm not going to give as much as I gave last time, just in case they take advantage of me. And it, sometimes it's not about the same human being, right? So it's not because sometimes you, you have to cut off certain people because yeah. they don't bring out the best. Sometimes you have to, fo- so that you, you can to, actually guard your So heart. you can, exactly. Mm. But then there's situations whereby I, I remember growing up and I love my grandmother to but bless her and she threatened if I speak about her again on air she might beat my ass but here I oh, go okay. and she so, might <laughs> she might. Her. No, she's serious about that she doesn't just, she, that's she not a play. threat that's a promise <laughs> so she, she, I remember growing up and she'd always tell me friends are bad she's like you know don't trust people oh, because friends are awful they'll betray you and whatever mm. and I get it based on her life all her friends ended up betraying her but then I also see how much she's missing out on from human interaction and trusting mm. people mm. because mm. I mean the most exhilarating experiences are shared You yeah. know Sometimes you, Even when you do something alone Man Who are you going to celebrate with I know You're like That's hey, crazy I used to travel friend. alone a lot You know yes. When I did top billing especially And it was great I mean you get to see the world And you mm. have these experiences But if there's no one there To share it with It kind of just minimizes That experience a little bit It's not as joyful and tasteful yeah. You know You're like Oh and also I realized one thing There is the system of the world And then there's God's way of doing things And usually those two things are different Okay um, I'll give you an example In Hollywood we're taught That you must look for Mr. or Mrs. Right Yes, yes Right, so you spend your whole life Looking for the one oh, yeah. person Who's That can fulfill you, you That's going to complete you Jerry Maguire Right, exactly mm. You complete me Like why yes. are you not completing yourself Yes And then One day 
we realize after having dated, married sometimes. <laughs> Some people marry more than once. Yes, yes, it's okay. <clears throat> no yeah. one in studio. No, no, nobody's, <laughs> we're not talking about anyone specific. But yeah. once you do that, and you, you know, you realize that actually it's not about finding Mr. or Mrs. Right, it's about being mm. Mr. or Mrs. Right. Thank you. That's, 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 yeah, that's, I had yeah. to give you an, uh, st- <laughs> like, it's a standing, up, a standing applause. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a standing ovation. Standing and that, that's my journey for 2017. That's what I realized I have to be, you know, because yes. I, I find that the way to also harden your heart and not to guard your heart yes. is to also always find yourself if you're in a bad situation. And people get you in a bad situation. Yes, yes. Sometimes people leave you high and dry. Mm-hmm. You are expecting them to help you with this or to do this for you. They, they they're your partner. You. They left you with nothing. They're your business partner. They, they cheated you out of a deal. Yeah. But, you know, you're talking about forgiveness. And once you've forgiven, the thing that you do is you realize that I still have to do this myself. Yes. Whatever yes. is going to change yes. and whatever is going to be improved, I have to do for myself. Because they're not going to come back and fix it. No. Because I realized for years, I was so busy blaming someone else mm. that I allowed myself to spiral out of control in so many other areas of uh, my life. Yeah. So financially, mm. I was like spending badly mm. um, because it was like, yeah, it's my money and I'm yes, going to do this yes. on the side, yeah. you know, to make myself feel better. And it's usually you start getting into negative mm. um Experiences yeah. which cost you money, which cost you your health, which cost you your time, yes. and then you got to start all over again. But it's cool, you know. We can all start. You get. You don't just get two chances in life. You get. You get a multiple. second, a third, a fourth, a yeah. fifth chance in life if you're willing to take them. If you're willing, if to, you're take willing them. to take, and if you're willing to see them, yeah. Because I feel like sometimes we are presented with so many opportunities, but because so and so hurt me, or because this one d- did me in, all you have to do from those experiences is you learn from them. You're not as naive going into the next one, but you don't shun the next opportunities that come yeah. your way. It's like people who say I'll never love again. Boo! There's there's a whole lifetime ahead of you. I'm not dying alone. I will Dude, keep loving until I, I find trying. the one. <laughs> we are the same. Like that Like I will be 90 And still trying yeah, Like yeah, Candace All 25 didn't work I don't care Number 26 will yeah, yeah, I'll prove you guys wrong But that's the thing right And sometimes family and friends Will give you the worst advice Like you know Out of my a mom, place of love And she loves you know? me so much yeah. Was saying You know maybe You just You just not get married again <laughs> And I suppose that comes from um, Her seeing my hurt Yes You know And they want to protect your heart Exactly yeah. But at the end of the day Like What's the point yes. You know for me I'm not that kind of guy yeah. I really Trust me ladies I'm terrible as a single man You don't want me like that You want me in a relationship <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to be My, my, my hundredth girlfriend yes. For 2018 You know what I mean But actually that can talking happen. about Relationships too You were still speaking about An article you came across Oh yeah I came about across investing. This awesome Okay so you article. said something About investing in your relationships Like you would In a business Or in a bank account You know what it is right Yes um, I came across This amazing article That said that you should imagine your relationship as though it were a bank, bank account. Okay. Okay. And, and here's the first part that I want to start with. Okay, please. Bank accounts, yes. like life, yeah. will sometimes, you'll be rolling. Yes. You'll, everything will be flowing. Life is good. Life is good. David orders don't You're affect you. are getting the gigs coming through. <laughs> yeah. David orders is like, oh, some money went out. But yeah, it's fine. No, you, I, I just still, got some money in. I'm still eating at Jamelis. You know, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed you mentioned some very fancy restaurants that I haven't <laughs> eaten at in a while. I, I, I'm shouting out some friends. I hope they notice. <laughs> yeah, this. I hope they notice that next time we come through, we're not paying. Um, you know, that sort of thing. And then sometimes, sometimes for no Reason of your own doing Because mm. you know We like to be like But what did you do wrong yes, yes. Maybe you didn't plan properly Maybe you didn't save enough And we like to do that To each other yeah, right yeah. Or, or maybe You should have thought better You should have thought That this, this money Wasn't going to last forever yeah. So you should have Actually made sure That just in case You ran out of cash You had another secret stash Somewhere yeah, you know? yeah. and, and life doesn't always Work yeah. that way Sometimes you're just In the red Because yes. you've got Too many debit orders Going off mm. And you you know what you and, may, and, Or maybe contracts That were supposed to come through Just didn't Just didn't right Yeah and you find yourself in the red. Yes. And that happens in life. So what do you do about that? You yes. do you do the same things that you would do about your bank account. Okay. So what they're saying is for every one negative experience, make sure that you always have five positive experiences in your relationship. Okay. So for every one negative experience within your relationship with your partner, mm-hmm. you need to have five balancing you um, need to have five times more positive interactions. Uh, okay, so that's how you judge if this is a worthy transaction and relationship. Exactly. Okay, so if okay, so we're not so talking about extreme situations. Yeah, yeah, no, not extreme yes. situations. But to put it in context, where I was starting off yes. with that um, analogy yes. is that in life, in relationships, in a bank account, there will be times when 
Shit happens. It's nobody's fault. Yes. It just happens. We make mistakes. And the thing is, first and foremost, once you understand that, then immediately it puts your relationship and your ability to handle whatever comes across your way in a relationship in a better footing. Because you're not surprised. Oh, we're fighting now. Yes. You're like, this is normal. This is par for the course. This is what happens in a relationship. We fight sometimes and sometimes we don't. So what you're trying to do there is minimize the effects of the fight. I noticed that in my relationships... um, um, before What would happen is We're fighting now I'm yeah. surprised by this fight Because yes. I expected us To be extremely happy right now yeah. So because My expectations Have been disappointed mm. Well let's go at it then yes, You know yes, yes. Let's burn the whole house down Yes Put Just because yeah. You got angry That I didn't wash the dishes Well let's just burn the house down <laughs> Yes yes <laughs> That's yes. the first thing Okay okay Then from there You can have one negative experience okay. So okay fine I didn't wash the dishes I'm really sorry You got upset You shouted yeah. at me a little bit Okay You know what That's life Yeah if I don't wash dishes And I said I would Someone's going to get upset Right yes. Especially if it's the fifth time But can I give Another five Positive interactions mm. To make sure That I fill The bank account of love With positive stuff Once again Yeah Right And that's what I'm trying to say To, to you right now Wherever you are out there That when you go through Something tough Just do five Really good things After But, but can I say something I feel Okay so I think That's great advice um, but I also think that a lot of times we need to plan for our relationships like we would plan for our lives. Yeah. You know, because sometimes we end up in relationships not knowing how the hell we ended up in there. You're like, you, it wasn't a conscious decision on your part to say that I'm choosing this human being to journey on the next, whether it's a year, whether it's six months, whether it's two weeks. You know, you don't choose the human being that you with, and then you wake up one day and you're miserable and unhappy. So mm. I think you need to be very deliberate about the kind of person or partner you are choosing oh, definitely. by becoming the kind of partner partner you would want to attract. I always think that like attracts like, right? Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. And yeah, sometimes you can be very fortunate and just like meet somebody who's just in who's such just a so different place from you. and just so amazing yeah. right now <laughs> and they let you into their life and they, they might help you get and to where elevate. you need to go, yes. you know. Um... But you might you might be the one to drag everybody down at the same time. <laughs> exactly. So, so you if, might be the sinking ship. Yeah. You, you might, might be you know that last saying? cannon. So what I've realized <laughs> is if you if you're lucky enough to find someone like that, then you gotta make sure that you work so hard that you can match them. Here's, here's where um, in relationships, modern world relationships, worldly relationships, yes. we get it wrong. Yes. We assume that before I do something, you gotta do for me. So to go oh, back yes. to the bank account analogy, yes. the bank is not gonna give you a black card. Card, right From starting out At that blue Savings yes, yes, card yes. If you haven't Put in money first yes. So you gotta give To get yes. So before the bank Even considers you For any of their Wonderful specials They think that You're an amazing customer You gotta put some Cash in there You gotta make sure That your bank account Is fat Yes. So just like that If you use that same Analogy with your Relationship Before you expect To get anything How much have you Put in Yes Right. Once you put in something substantial, you keep putting in, and and remembering that actually, I don't expect. Just like with a bank card, yeah. I'm putting all this money in, but I'm not thinking to myself, my bank better do something for me mm. right away. Because mm. sometimes you're like, okay, it's an investment. It's an investment. Either your bank will do nothing, in which case you can find another bank, yeah. and you should find another bank, or at some point you can approach them and say, hey guys, I've done A, B, C, and D with my account. Yeah. So how about I get, you know, maybe less bank charges. I get a better a, a type of account. Yeah. Those sort of things. Yeah. Same thing in a relationship You give, you give, you give, you give first You put in, you put in, you put in the work And then you can ask for some of your expectations To start being met Not the other way around And a lot of the times We first start with Gimme, 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 gimme Yes But also don't get fooled into thinking That by just giving, 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 giving That you know that person is going to stay Or they're going to love you more Whatever the, it Or needs that to that's also going to change Exactly So it mm. needs to also be a mutual transaction Where you feel like This person replenishes me and I replenish them So we can, we are both Growing together You know yeah. And sometimes Guys stop being so stuck On the superficial Stop Please. dating someone Just because they look good Because it looks fa- Trust me The most beautiful person Becomes a real ugly Once you get to know their heart If their heart is not right Thank you for that Candice you know? <laughs> I, I had that problem for a while <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't firing shots. No, not really. Pow, pow, you know, yeah, yeah, pow, pow. No, but seriously, um, I went through that. Yeah. Where I was like, damn it, I'm shallow. So it's fine. I'm cool with that. If you're beautiful, you have a chance. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure out the rest later. Yeah. <laughs> so and, that's you know, like the bank's marketing material, right? Just because a bank has a great looking, um, 
you know, bank where you go to and, and their marketing material looks nice. They got the right colors. Everything. And you like everything, right? Yeah. The brochure looks really exactly. good. Exactly. Doesn't mean it's the bank for you. Shop around. Exactly. So value your heart like you would your money. Exactly. And yeah. that's the thing, right? And that was one of the first things that came up when I was reading about guarding your heart. Yes. This guy made an analogy. Yes. He says every Thursday night he takes out the trash and he leaves it at the corner for the guys to come and collect it in the morning on Friday. Yeah. And um he can leave it there all night because basically the trash ain't going nowhere because it's got no value. There's no one who's going to steal the trash. <laughs> That is true Now is would you true. do the same With your heart Would you just leave it On a street corner Or just Like you Picture your heart Being a Bentley Would mm. you leave a Bentley With running keys Just like lingering just outside With some petrol money Right And put and it on top And your yeah. Gucci bag Like you know like just come take no, it you would, No you would guard, You would look after it Because once you fail To guard your heart It affects mm. your ability To be a good leader yeah, I so it agree It is that simple And, and that you know love. Like your personal relationships Your How you run your household And how you run your Behind the scenes life that I, uh, That's about I like to call it Your behind the scenes So if you Protect your behind the scenes You are always cleaning up You are always making sure That everything's running correctly The rest of your life Will run correctly exactly. But if you Allow contamination And toxic people And toxic things Into your behind the scenes It will start reflecting In your outer world Oh you yeah You know It will start oh, affecting yeah. How you do your job oh, yeah. It will start affecting The kind of friends You hang around with It will start affecting Just every aspect of your life And because it's You become like The person you date That's yeah. why you have to Choose so carefully If you, you, you If you are you dating did. A terrible you person You are going to start Becoming terrible Because you mimic yeah. And you mirror the person That's true And if you If you don't choose Like correctly And carefully You yeah. start mirroring Really bad behavior there you go. And before you know it, you bump into someone who hasn't seen you in a while and they're like, damn, girl, you've changed. Yeah. And not for the good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. become yeah. a whole yeah. different, awful person. Okay, yeah. so now that we've figured out how yes. to choose the right person, yes. choose the right person because you are the right person to Thank begin with, right? Yes. Yes. Don't be yeah. looking for the right person, be the right person. Yes. And I promise you, the right person will walk we'll into your to life. You. Mm-hmm. Now, finally, once yes. you have the right person, we said, give, 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 and something will be given back to you yes. and given to you. And if that doesn't happen, then you know there's a problem. Yes. Shut it off right there. You really right? I've, I've had people ask me for money for tattoos, new hair, uh, uh, handbags, and all sorts of things. And I stayed, I stuck around because they, you know, they look good at the time. Yeah. You know, I'm not lie about that. But I had to learn yes. that actually, at, at the end of the day, it's not about how much money I can just give to somebody. And, and do they always ask me for stuff? Yes. It's what are we doing for each other? Like you said, outside yes. of the material. Yes. And then after that, make sure that you spend quality time. This is mostly for the guys because I know mm. guys, you just think that the occasional WhatsApp. Yes And the once a week phone call will suffice No it won't No it won't You have to put time in Like you have to put time in To looking through your bank statement To spending time Making sure that you know uh, What are the bank charges are like uh, The debit order is going off at the right time You have to spend time People aren't taking money where you know They shouldn't be taking money You have to spend time Mm -hmm. Finding out how your partner is Yes Are they okay? How's work? How's their family? How's their social life? What's going on with them? And, 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 And being there for them in a, in a very real way You gotta be yes, present Yes Yes And I, I just think That last point Resonates so much With almost every woman Out there Because you know A lot of times I think men When they're working When they're busy When they're doing Certain things in their lives They think that Material substitutes Presence That's And true. a lot of the time I found that when, when guys have thrown Material at me It actually repels me It makes me not Want to invest In the relationship If anything We break up a lot sooner Because it's like You know You're not in this For the right reasons You are not mm-hmm. in it At all Really So you know I'd rather be with someone Who's not going to give me All the material in the world But who's going to give me Their time Who's going to give me Their you know yeah. their, their attention Because sometimes Just because you're physically there Doesn't mean you're emotionally there Oh yeah that's true So you know it's th- a balance. That's a mistake That us guys make sometimes um, we, we assume that just because I am I'm here And, yes. and I I'm in the house We're watching yeah. TV together Right Yes So what's your problem You know um, We don't actually have to be there We don't have to ask about your day We don't We don't have to engage In, in anything um, Because Heck we're, we're there And that's that's all it takes But you have to also Just start by just being there Just start yes. by being there yeah. I mean yeah. friends Okay but if you don't want to Actually be with a person <laughs> Then you were the wrong damn person yeah, that's true <laughs> You know so Let's start there If you don't yeah. want to listen To what she's got to say You were the wrong person That's right Amen. So 
Um, thank, thank God we, we, we spoke about that To lay the foundation Of what we're going to speak about today We've got a special guest Who's just come into the studio And I'm very excited <laughs> so And I'm excited for you guys Because she's the author of Girl, I'm not tripping I'm depressed <laughs> <laughs> It can happen to anybody By the way um, And life begins At the end of your comfort zone I, I just love this site Because, you know if, if you're just needing A little bit of inspiration yes. today You know You need to hear Some of this stuff Like, because My purpose Is bigger than my problems And sometimes When you have problems You just gotta remember that yep. You know what I mean yep. So if you're out there And, you and, need some and you're in a place <laughs> Some feel goodness yeah. man and, and you're just like I, I just feel like I'm down Well this is You came to the right place In studio I'd like to welcome Mrs. Shanita Foster How are hey, you doing? Hey 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 <laughs> Hi how are you? Good how, good, are you? how are you? I'm good I'm good I'm excited to be back In my second home Yeah, yeah. Welcome you. back By the way What is your first home? Just just so the listeners Who don't oh, know So my first home You can tell by the accent Is America So uh, South Africa Is my second home yeah. Listen just just when you started, the accent wasn't that heavy. I thought maybe you could have I been like... Stop, even, no. You know, you've been here long enough now. Uh, Which part of America are you from? Well, actually, I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan, but I live in Atlanta, Georgia. All right. Oh, Chocolate okay. City. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, what you know about Chocolate City? <laughs> All right, look... Um, the thing is, you've done some exceptional stuff in your yeah. life. But first of all, I think one of the biggest, I mean, I'm looking at you right now, mother of six children and you look and so amazing. she looks amazing. like this. Wow. I am. What's I'm a mother secret? of six. Uh, my youngest is actually eight. Uh, they keep me on my oh toes. My the youngest me. is eight. How the old is your oldest? The youngest is eight. My oldest, now here's where the trick comes in. My oldest is 26. So wow. My fir- no, my first two are adopted. Oh, so okay. Oh, okay. My all son right. is adopted from Swaziland and my all daughter right. is adopted uh, from America. But all the right. other ones are eight, nine, ten. 11 so right. yeah. wow. okay so what's your yeah. workout routine do you like, just like I don't work out ever I'm gonna work out though I, I said really? when I got here you know I like the I'm sound like, of that so listen. what's your secret then what pill are you taking because I want some of that. I, listen <laughs> I got some, know. listen I got some products for you I detox <laughs> I use I use the detox from total life changes it's like a all natural detox or whatever yeah. so I detox my body all the time I think here in South Africa you guys have amazing fresh food yeah. so I try to stick to the fresh food you know yeah. in America everything's processed real fast fast food Mm-hmm. But that's really it. Um, I think the key to it mostly is I do what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I notice when that's you do good. what makes you happy, it makes you look good. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Like, I that's lost true. a couple years Preach. doing what <laughs> makes me happy. And so. what's making you happy right now? What's making me happy right now? What are you doing that's making you happy? Uh, Walking in my purpose, uh, continuing uh, my philanthropy work in uh, Swaziland. I feed a thousand children every single day, 365 Mm. days a year. Um, Actually doing more television work. Uh, Shout out to my friends, Karu and Sans. Mm -hmm. Uh, Getting ready to be a part of a big South African movie. So uh, tapping more. Can you tell us about that? Or is it still? Uh, I I can tell you about it. Um, I can't remember the girl's name by the time. If we take a break and come back, I'm going to tell you her name. But there's a really big... Uh, South African actress who's actually in the oh, movie. It's Kanye Bao. It's Kanye Bao. That's okay. the name. Yeah. And so I'm excited because I'm like a oh, friend in the movie. And so, you know. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. But I got one line, you know, when they start you off, you get one line in the yeah, movie. Yeah, so I'm going to yeah. make it the best so, so, one line of my life. So are you a friend from, from Atlanta or are you a friend from, from like. Well, I'm a friend so in the movie, talk. actually, a friend of the mm. husband. I don't want to mm-hmm. give away the whole movie. I don't know how much they did in the interview, all but right, right. this movie is really going to push her from the other characters that. I watched her in mm-hmm. most of the movies she's been in kind of feel good girl yes, movies yes. things like this and this movie has kind of a heavy undertone okay. uh, it's a little funny throughout it but it, it has a, a deep story to tell so I think this is going to push her as an actress I think me trying to hold a South African accent for one line <laughs> is going to be enough comedy in itself you know I've been practicing All that right. but uh, doing that makes me happy and then um, I've been in and out of the country working with a company called Total Life Changes my goal this year is to help 1,000 women and make their dreams come true. Wow. Okay. And so... Um, yeah, tell us about that. Yeah. Because um, is that is that a reality show or is that a business that you Well, do? that is actually a business. It needs to be a reality show. All the <laughs> okay. drama I get. <laughs> but it's actually um, a business. And um, I was one of those people, I didn't believe in home-based business. I didn't believe in network marketing. I thought it was stupid. It was dumb. And I yeah. ended up making 8.7 million rand. And I was what? like, wait a minute. This kind of works Excuse a little me? bit. <laughs> right. Listen, yeah. in less than a year, 
And so I use that vehicle. People think it's about the business, but it's not. It's yes. about the vehicle for okay. me to help women. I think women in South Africa, they don't need a handout. They need a hand up. That's yeah. right. And so I'm one of those people that I just want to give them a hand up from the things that I've learned, that I've experienced, to tell them that people go through all types of things, being molested, being depressed, you know, having a divorce, all these things that tend to weigh them down when they just think life is over. And for me, this year, turning 40 years old, life is just beginning. Mm-hmm. And so I want to be able to help them, you know, make some dreams come true. And yeah. I've already made some come true, so I'm excited. Okay, oh well, I, I want to know, what is the business about, in yes. a nutshell? In a nutshell, the business is about um, all-natural uh, health and wellness products. And the favorite one they have here in uh, South Africa is our sexual enhancement and performance product. Oh, 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 it's a No, a sexual enhancement and performance oh. product. Oh. Keep up. Keep up, sir. I just, I just heard How the sexual enhancement. I heard it. Hey, hairspray. I thought, I thought maybe if you, they, you spray it in your hand and then the man comes along. Your husband smells it in your hair and then suddenly he's going crazy. Like, he's like, what kind of weed you is should, this? You should invent that shit. Oh, no, right. Want, though, right? That would be good, yeah, right? Yeah, Somebody yeah. smell your hair and like, baby, I want you. Yeah, so. No, but we have all natural products. The price point is amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like uh, with uh, my friend, shout out to DJ Spoo, what he's doing where he's just creating an opportunity where people buy items real low and then they're able to sell them high. Okay. As most people don't know, the sellers in the world are rich, the buyers are poor. Mm-hmm. Majority of us don't have anything to sell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just giving them a, a product, something they can believe in, so something apart from that, that works. Also, you, you spoke about detox products as well. Mm-hmm. Right. We have a detox tea. You lose 2.5 kgs in a week. So there's what? the secret. I might need what? to have some of that There's the secret. Okay. Okay. I can help you with your little belly. So y'all yeah. talking about how I get fine you know and I mean? sexy. Yeah. 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 The secret need, is out. So I need the tea. I'm telling the tea. Well, you don't need the tea. You don't need the tea. No, I want the tea. Why must you be the only one looking flying still? No, no, no. You look flowery. I don't want you to disappear now. Right, it's always the ones that look good that say, I need to lose a couple couple Uh, kgs, girl, stop it, okay? Stop patronizing it. And then last but not least, uh, the TV show. Hopefully, uh, From the Bottom Up comes back for a third season. I'm ready to cut some people out. I was being real nice. I was trying to be politically correct throughout the season. I mean, I I got upset a couple times, but I got some stuff I need to say, okay? Tell us about this this show, From the Bottom Up, for those who've never seen it. Okay, so I got tricked. Okay, the show is. Pre- I got tricked. Okay, because I did reality TV probably about ten years ago when yes, I did Football Wives. wives. Yeah. Exactly, Football's Wives. I was a part of Housewives of Atlanta. I'm friends with Candy Burns and Nene Leakes. So you see me in and out of Housewives. Nene. Nene's gonna be coming to South Africa. Soon, I love her. So we'll you, you need a hookup. We need. I'm gonna hook you up. I got you. She'll be right <laughs> here. But um, the show is is about people who hit their rock bottom and then coming back up. Mm-hmm. Well, the first season everybody went to jail, so I didn't oh. fit in. I was like, I'm not gonna be on the show. I never been to jail before. This doesn't yeah, fit me. Yeah, yeah. But then the next season, they came back and they said, we want to talk about black mental health. Because Maya mm-hmm. is on there. She's clinically bipolar. Mm-hmm. I suffered from a depression. So I was like, nah, I'm cool. Then enters Queen Latifah, who's mm-hmm. one of our executive producers wow. of the show. Yeah. Okay. So Queen Latifah comes in. Nikki Gilbert from Brownstone. She's my Detroit yeah. sister. I said, mm-hmm. let's give it a go. Oh yes. my gosh. It's, <laughs> listen, reality TV is reality TV at the end of the day. No, mm-hmm. it's not scripted. You cannot control five other women what their moods are what they're gonna say what they're gonna do and so it was a roller coaster of emotions because you know I crossed over from the ghetto crazy loud girl I thought I graduated from that you know like I'm a new woman listen I I thought I graduated from wanting to smack people every day Uh but But listen I got deep down in listen let me tell you I'm still a work in progress I don't know if you've seen the episode I almost flipped over the whole table I'm like Jesus be a fixture and help me, please. Jesus, be the center of my soul. Help oh me and my help soul. So when you are, when you filming, how long does it take, and where do you film? So we film every single day. The schedules mm-hmm. are rigid. I don't know how it works in South Africa and America. People tend to think that we script it, yes. but we really don't. When you film every single day for three, four, five, some uh, the Kardashians film up to six months. You get a mic put on you at about five, six o'clock in the morning, and you wear that mic all day. So yeah, no matter what happens. It happens. And so oftentimes you forget it's there. I mean, by the yeah. three days later, you forget yeah. I'm mic'd up. There's yeah. times I was like, oh, my gosh, I said that. I'm mic'd up, right? <laughs> In your head, you're like, Right. Oh. And then the other problem is if I have a problem with you, yeah. I don't have to talk to you. Like me and you can work out our problem. I might call you a week later, two weeks later, a month. Yeah. If you film a TV and you
and you mad with somebody, that one goal in life is to put y'all two in a room together yes. and work that problem out, okay? Yes. Yes. Now, when you get in the room and you got to work it out, what's the yes. individual you're working with? Yes. Because as you can see on the show, there's so many different personalities. And so I kept being shoved in a room with people I really didn't like. And they they broke. They wanted me to be broke this whole TV show. I'm like, I'm broken. I'm not broke. Why yeah, I keep saying yeah, I'm yeah. broke? Like, I got money. Like, yeah. no, listen, don't block yeah. my blessings. Yeah, I do yeah, not want okay. to speak that upon my life. <laughs> I work very... that kind of negativity. Yes. So you guys were not friends before? Or, or okay, so we were we were associates. Uh, Stacey oh, J. Johnson, shout out to I her. See. I did a lot of work with Stacey before. Kim Smelly's friends with uh, another friend. So I met Kim. She's the one that did the illegal butt shots. Christine Beattie is where I'm from, okay. my hometown. So we've Detroit, had Michigan. Detroit, baby. Yeah, Detroit. It goes down in yeah. Detroit. Yeah. So Christine <laughs> Beattie is from there. The only person I really, 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 really who I had the most problems with was Cristal, who was okay. Ronnie on the so Players you, Club. You and Cristal didn't know each other at all until this, or you we, just kind of knew each other. No, not, like you know how you go to a celebrity event and somebody yeah, might be yeah, there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I've seen her in passing, but mm. we've never picked up the phone or okay. called each other. Mm. And I think she was very. She's just aggravated about okay. the place she is in life. Uh, and uh, see, people, you guys don't understand. People like me make people like her mad. Yes. This girl's a real life actress. She mm. she went to school for it. She studied for it. She did movies. Here I am, a girl who got a reality TV yes. show. Yes. And now everybody offering me a movie. And it's yeah. like, how? Like mm. this girl. This so yeah. real life movie people in America don't really like real life reality show people because they think we take their jobs and we take them for cheaper so they get mad you get it a little bit that that kind of the same yeah yeah and then she has anger management (laughs) issues I didn't Uh know that until she tried to kill me for real in real life Okay, they could have used oh. that as evidence. Though. That, listen, sir, I was so I thought I was gonna die. Like I swear, no, don't I was that. locked in a bathroom. Like I'm gonna die today. This girl, but you look like, like you could handle yourself. Like what, listen, did she have a knife or gun? No, what? listen, I, I can handle myself. Yeah. I, you know, I just think six kids. Do you want to go to jail? Do you want to? Oh, jail? I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to go to jail? Do you want to go to jail? Right? Yeah. See, because yeah. I would have beat the girl up. Yeah. Oh, I went to jail. Then yeah, I would be sitting here talking to you. Uh, right? See, we would have missed out on all of those. How no? But check this out, right? Um, you you were on the first show, Football Wives. Mm-hmm. Your husband is a former football player. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that kind of life that at lifestyle. the time, right? Mm-hmm. That lifestyle and how it affected where you went in life, getting to a point where you got depressed and writing a book about it. Let's just start from the beginning. Um, I think what, sounds, to me, I'm like you, you girl, you got that jackpot. But everybody mm-hmm. thinks that. I think yes. people think that uh, you, you marry an athlete and life is great. You have all you, this. You don't money. do anything. After you don't that. do anything after that. My biggest thing with that part is I was very successful before I even married him. Let's be clear. I was I earned six figures before I married this man, okay? And that's important. So to that's know. very important to know because <laughs> I did not marry him for money, okay? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but throughout that transition, throughout that process, um, I, I was a part of a club or a clique. I don't know how to explain it. it. It was very unique, but what people don't understand is I made friends along the way that were in the delivery room when my children were born, would be at my house for Christmas and Thanksgiving, and you get traded to the next team, and these people like hate you. Why? And it's like me and you are best friends. We spend every day together for 365 days and one phone call, one trade. Now you don't want to talk to me what? anymore. And so I'm kind of confused, like, but I thought you were my friend. Please. So I had to process that because I'm a good person. I think everybody is my friend. Yeah. Okay, so you have that. Then you have this other piece of life where everyone feels like you're supposed to take care of the entire world. You got the yeah. mamas, the cousins, the uncles, the everybody. You're supposed to pay everybody's mm-hmm. bills <laughs> and save everybody's life. Someone's yeah. always dying. There's always a wedding. Oh, There's always a birthday. Gosh. So you Someone's have to pay. Starting school. You have to pay for everybody's life, okay? And so millions and millions of dollars went away to that, okay? And then you have to talk about the relationship part. I think people don't understand. I wasn't in a relationship, and I think that was the biggest challenge. I wasn't in a relationship with a person because that person gives their life to a sport. Mm. So I was married, but I wasn't married. So I basically was married, but I was a single parent. You get what I'm saying? So literally, I pushed out a baby, and he was like, okay, you had a baby. I'll see you later. I got to go practice. And like left. So I was like laying in the hospital like I had a baby by myself. Is yeah. this is this life? And yeah. so when I went into depression, I went into depression because I lost my entire identity and everything I had to football. Mm. I was no longer Shanita Foster. I was his wife. Mm. I was no longer Shanita Foster. I was their mom. Yeah. I didn't have any friends because it was like, okay, you keep leaving. And when he retired, it was like... 
It was bad. It was like trying to go to Taboo in a line in the parking lot, and they want to put you at the end, and they're like, who are you? Like, you're oh, nobody no. at this point. And so you go through this transition of being able to go to music awards and to, mm-hmm. you know, walk into places mm-hmm. and everyone knows you wow. to now. That's, that's a reality that a lot of yeah. us don't oh, understand. That it actually, no. That's real. That happens, right? Oh, my gosh. Listen. <laughs> yeah, the mic, I mean, the earphones even follow. Even, even, even the earphones are like, nah, I'm out. I mean, help me. No. And so if you ever watch that movie, Concussion, yeah. Uh, um, I, he's going through a process and that's not my story to tell. Mm. And so I had to be able to tell my story without telling his story because now he's a very broken person. He's not mm. the same person I met 11 years ago. You know yeah. what I mean? He's the same person that got hit in the head in a 70 mile car crash every single day because that's what it's like getting hit in the head in yeah. football. So the person he is, the person he is now is completely different. And so it does. I mean, people think money like fixes everything, but mm. I'm like Biggie Smalls, more yeah. money, more problems. Listen, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Right. And they think, I mean, money is awesome. It, you could do a lot of things, but ultimately I had to find in writing that book, again, the happiness. And now I do 100% what makes me happy. If it doesn't make me happy, then I don't do it and I don't care. Is that wow. something that you found when, when you were going through what you're going through? And, and, and part of your book is, I think as a successful mother, a businesswoman mm. and a wife, we expect that your life is happening. It's amazing. Yes. So the, the, the depression is actually, you guys don't know what's going on. And so therefore Behind you can't the even curtain. relate, right? Yeah. Is that what happens? I mean, not only to women, but specifically, let's talk about women for a while mm. that you, you've been doing life. You've been doing your best work. You've been doing what you can and you're going through something that people cannot understand. And, and, and the insidiousness of depression is also that sometimes you don't even know why you are so mm-hmm. sad. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to even explain. Mm-hmm. How did you get out of that? That was the biggest How thing. That's why the way out of that pit. That's why the book is called Girl, I'm Not Tripping, I'm, I'm Depressed. Because my mm. friends used to be like, she tripping? Yeah. <laughs> she crazy? And that's what happens to like yeah. all of us. Like you said, you can't explain it. Mm. And so when you can't explain it, your friends are like, why are you crying? Yeah. Why are you acting crazy? You've got everything. Why are you acting out? And then you can't be depressed and rich. Because like I told you, my friends yeah. were coming over. I sat in a closet for six months. And I have this really big closet. And my friends would come over and I would just be sitting there crying. And they would be going through my closet, borrowing my shoes and my purses. And when oh I came out the God. depression, I said, you didn't notice I was crying. They was like, girl, we was looking at Gucci and Louie and Chanel. Yeah, we like, yeah, what's she yeah. crying we, for? We right? couldn't see the tears pop all the feel sparkle. what you're crying about. <laughs> yeah. How I clawed myself out again is Number one, I had to figure out what my why was. What is my why? What can I find to get myself up every single day? There's a chapter in the book where I talked about I was literally laying on the floor. I had a gun laying next to me and I was like, okay, I can end it all. Wow. And I, I was at that place and I heard one of my kids coming through my house. I live in a fair fairly big house not bragging but they were a long way away mm. and the things that you start processing which I did was I was like man if I shoot myself right now who's gonna clean this up I'm, I was thinking yeah. about stupid stuff even find I was like me? I was like damn <laughs> is no one of my kids gonna come in and like like yeah. get me and now, and so, now I've screwed them up for life what if right. I didn't shoot myself in the right place and I'm just laying here right <laughs> like I'm that really person you know how people don't really and think I'm like, it through I changed my mind <laughs> right there's nothing you can do so I start thinking yeah. that through so the first thing that came to mind was my why what is my why and my why began to be okay my children I have these children not just these children 1,000 children in Swaziland and then once I got up off the floor because I had to get up my next thing was Shanita why are you not happy Mm. and I began to see people things places that didn't make me happy and so many of us stay in things that Mm. don't make us happy like I'm the person now my mama make me mad I'm not answering the phone I'm telling you people think it's my mom's calling I have to answer but if your mama don't make you Mm. happy and every time you get off the Mm. phone with your mom you're mad you're miserable you're sad you're up why answer the phone I would send a text hey mom sorry I'm busy or Mm. people this is my new thing if you get hung up by me I always say it's the network (laughs) You're, you're like a drop call my yeah. daughter laughed so hard we were driving from a cheerleading competition mm-hmm. she's sitting behind me in the car and someone was talking to me and she can hear them yelling yeah. at me and all of a sudden I just hung up the phone she was cracking up I said what are you yeah. laughing at Jordan she's like because you hung up on them yeah, yeah, yeah. so I mean that's, that's but the that's easy so answer. important I think it ties into the message of the show as well in mm. terms of if people aren't making you happy leave you know if they're not for you and they don't like for 
fulfill your spirit, mm-hmm. then stop entertaining them. And social media is a devil. Ooh. Oh, it's a devil. Everybody watching social Ooh. media thinking this is real life. I'm like, these people are posting a life. You post what I want you to see. The highlight reel, right? People, right. People get hung up on the highlight reel because, I mean, you're not going to post yourself getting out of bed. Right. But they don't see the behind the scenes that, right. that you took because a lot of the best pictures on Instagram took right. some time. You're like, friend, friend. Okay. okay it okay, was okay, like okay. six yes. seconds. And listen, shout out to Kefi Boo. I want to be like, like her when I grow up because every picture she got on Instagram, I'm like, oh my God, did you get a professional photographer? No, she does. was like perfect. I'm like, for a picture for Instagram. Candace knows for sure. She does. She does have a professional. Listen, but you get what I'm saying? And now someone's looking, like I'm cool with her. This is not a diss, but I'm saying someone's scrolling through, they're looking at her life and they're like, oh my gosh, her life is like so perfect and they don't understand that just in between that five seconds they're taking a picture, she's probably like me. You're getting mad. Yeah, you're like, you're like, could you just take the proper picture? Why, right. why aren't you taking a proper picture? Life is actually just happening. And that's that's yeah. what I wanted to find out as well. Like the transition from the time that you realize that you got something to live for. You got a purpose. Yeah. You got to start getting up. There's a process yes. from the time that you start realizing that you got to do something. Till the time that I suppose you get a bit of balance. And I suppose sometimes, let's be honest, depression is also a chemical balance in the brain. Mm. Did you, what were some of the things that you did that just kept you going through that process that got you to where you are right now? So the process, my wife. Why am I happy? Uh, definitely counseling. People think they're against uh, counseling or whatever. I had spiritual counseling and then I had professional counseling. Yeah. I think both is, um, is definitely a balance because what you, uh, which I tell my friends all the time, if you think you can or you think you can't, both answers mm. are correct. Yes. Mm. And so I needed the spiritual side of it, but I didn't, I definitely um, needed the doctor side. Of course, America, everything is about drugs, 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 drugs. Yeah. Um, I fooled around with a couple prescriptions I won't name that they try to use for depression. And I almost felt like it was making me worse. And yeah. so, thank God, again, for Total Life Changes, we had an all-natural solution. Mm-hmm. So we okay. have a, a product called NRG that triggers the happy signal right. in the brain yeah. all-naturally. Wow. And so I would start taking a natural product that now triggers the happy signals in my brain. Endorphins, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. so now I'm like, oh, I'm happy. So that definitely was a process. But I think the biggest thing, and I was telling my friend, shout out from Shamir. She's here from America. Hey, Shamir. Hi, Shamir. She's in, in South studio. Africa uh, for the first time. <laughs> Uh, I, I was telling my friend, owning your truth. A lot of people don't tell their story. They're embarrassed about their story. And even in South Africa, these cultures, these tribes, there's so mm. many tribes where you were born and raised to like keep your stuff yeah, to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so to carry that much around, that's really hard. So I tell people all the time, when you start telling your stuff, people be like, me too. <laughs> me too. It happened to you too. <laughs> but don't you think that's the amazing power of actually healing? When you talk to somebody yeah. who might need what you like your particular I suppose story that you went mm. through mm-hmm. they can say me too and realize it but you just got through it yes. and I'm mm-hmm. not going through something that, that I'm alone in this we all sometimes go through this stuff mm, the power for of me I found that being depressed was you think you're the only one who's ever gone through this right. but when well, you realize hang on there's a Shanita out there who's gone through something similar and she's gotten past it I can listen to her and while she's helping me heal I'm actually helping her heal it's mm-hmm. it's a whole cycle it's like the bank mm-hmm. account you're putting yeah. something in I'm putting something in Something, right. for something in. Yeah, yeah. so it, it is the, definitely the happy things. Amod makes me happy. He does a good job. He works on it. If he didn't make hey. me happy, I would get rid of him too. No, I'm talking. <laughs> so where are the kids right now? They're, are they with you? They're not. They're in America. At, are it'll they be, studying or Well, or my kids are homeschooled, so I'm okay. pretty sure no one's doing anything right now. I keep getting text alerts because, you know, <laughs> they, this is a new age homeschool, so yeah. they have to log on to the computer. Yes. So uh, they're homeschooled. But the reason they haven't come is because my children are national champion uh, cheerleaders. For okay. Wow. Uh, people don't think cheerleading is a sport. It's a very expensive sport. Uh, my kids, In America, it's a big sport. Oh, my yeah. gosh. My kids are actually going to be on ESPN if you watch what? ESPN. Have you ever seen that movie like Bring It On or yes, whatever? Yes, yes. My yeah. kids are going to Disney. Uh, oh. to perform at wow. ESPN and it's over a thousand uh, teams uh, for 22 countries wow. to compete against each other. So I spent a lot of money on cheerleading. So ah. they can't come until after cheerleading is over. Okay. And, 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 and in terms of teaching them about Africa, where they're originally from. Uh, yes, you know, the right? motherland. And, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. What are their feelings? What, what, what are the young American kids, how are they feeling about Africa at the moment? Well, my children, my children definitely want to move here. Uh, my <laughs> children get it 100%. Now, it depends on what we're talking about when we talk. We got two kind of Americans, okay? Mm. We have the millennial Americans, our younger mm. Americans, mm. who get to experience Instagram, Facebook, yes, Twitter, yes. that think, 
you know, the continent of Africa is cool. They're still in the culture. They're still in the clothes. Everybody yeah. walking around in dashiki. I'm like, are we in Africa? I'm like, that is, this clown over here is like, I got all the head wraps in it. I'm like, girl, don't nobody walk around like that every day in South Africa. Right. She, I love she ready to take off her shirt and her bra and be naked with yeah. beads on. All right. I'm like, I support I'm like, it. I'm like this, that is not the real. So the millennials, the culture, the music, yeah. shout out to my Bella Noise. Like, they, yeah. they get, yeah. you know, the Ricky Riggs and the yeah. Black Coffees. And so the millennials get that. Then the older Americans are still scared that the monkey is going to run and chase them, that it's yeah. a lion on the corner, okay. uh-huh. and that if you drink the water, you're going to die. Yeah. So it, it's, a, it's a great contrast because the millennials, they want to get here. They want to party in mm-hmm. South Africa. They want to come to uh, Africa to experience that. Yes. Not older generation, just like her mom and my mom, they're like, I'm never going to South no, I'm, Africa I'm not about to get bitten by a lion. And I have to get a thousand <laughs> shots. I'm like, I never even had a shot to go to South Africa. What are y'all talking talking about, right? Then they're like, do you have enough bottled water? I'm like, no, like I recently got sick. I was in the hospital for eight days and I swear these people wanted to find something in me that I was sick because I went to South Africa, right? Oh, she has malaria. I was like, I was in South Africa. Oh, she has a Zika. I'm like, I didn't get bit by a mosquito. I'm like, are y'all crazy? We don't have Zika virus. Listen, they ran every test that they could on me in the hospital because it was like they were like searching for <laughs> so I'm like, like are we gonna find the South African virus I'm like you know I'm here her. I'm here for a, a migraine right people <laughs> I'm just here because I don't feel good and I got a headache so yeah by the way if we want to get if we want to get a copy of your book where do we get that so you can get a copy of my book ShanitaFoster.com you click the author tab okay. uh, and then you can order it from there now here's the catch 22 people have been yelling at me about this book so the book was supposed to be out what like a month ago leave look at her she's so mad because she wants the book. She's, she was there when I was writing the book. Yeah. The problem was, right when the book was supposed to be released, I had an epiphany about the last two chapters. Okay, right. I felt like the last two chapters, just like the questions that you guys start asking me, because I started doing interviews yes. all over the world, yes. and people started asking me the part of how I got through. Yes. And I realized, like, I didn't talk about the part uh, that I got through. The whole part was, the whole book is, and it's funny too, yeah. it's yeah. about me going through through the depression like this person did this social media did Mm. this you know being married to this clown (laughs) (laughs) they had all of that but there was no solution so April 1st uh, books are being out to deliver she is my friend and she's upset but pre-order the best thing is always to pre-order these things sell out so quickly Uh, I'll do a lot of book signings and stuff in South Africa but it's going to be a great book that's going to be amazing a quick one though as well because we're literally out of time right now okay I've noticed that when you go on the site, and by the way, just to spell Shanita, um, it's C-H, not S-H. No Sounds South like Africans. It's, it's, it's a no. soft C-H. No, it's, it's not <laughs> Shanita. Cha. It's Cha. Shanita. Cha. Yes. Uh, she said, you know, it's not Shanita either. If you're thinking like it's a D, it's a T. It's just, it's an American yeah, it's a thing. Spell Don't worry T. about it. S-O-C-H. <laughs> I don't mess it up, right? My whole private school education Damn. down the toilet. Um, it's C H A N I T A Foster F O S T E R dot com. Yes. And and what I love about this is you can go in the website and there's a spot where it's like we're talking about beyond the game, but also if you want to donate, if you want to feed a child, if you want to sponsor shoes, there's a whole place where you can do all that. Yes, I need it. You know, people look at me and they're like, "Hey, she's rich. She ah, doesn't man, she need she money. Did her pay for everyone." Man, let me yeah. tell you something. A thousand kids is a big bill. Not even being funny when I leave here I have to go directly to the bank they're oh, asking wow. me no like yeah. literally yeah. they're asking me uh, for food run money yeah. um, I cashed in my kids 529s which is actually in America the money that we put aside for our children to go to college yeah. so if you can imagine my children don't have college money right now because mm. I took that money and I poured it into Swaziland I've given Swaziland mm. over a million American dollars okay uh, yeah. so I feel like if I could give a million American dollars you can give something you can, yeah. listen yeah. you can you can sacrifice a couple of rent. But I just want to encourage them like this. All right. You just made a blessing. So you're going to be blessed right back 30, 60, 100 fold. Thank you. Right? That's coming your way. If you understand the principles of blessing, you Mm. know that you reap and you sow. (laughs) So if you want to be blessed, you got to start by blessing. If you want to be like Shanita. If you want to be like Shanita, what you got to do is pick up your phone Uh right now. Uh Right now. Hey. 